All right, James, time to put your legal hat on. Give us the disclaimer. This podcast is for educational purposes only. We are not doctors, but rather we're just trying to educate the general public to be better informed in their well-being decisions. Pop quiz. What are you not? A doctor. I've handsome. You're also not a doctor, <laughs> so you pass. Uh, if you're considering medical cannabis prescription, make sure to speak to a doctor. Welcome back to RC Expert Cannabis Podcast Australia. I'm James with co-host Charlie. Charlie, Charlie here, and welcome back our favorite cannabis scientist, Johnny. Oh, <laughs> How are you, Johnny? Great to be here. Thank you. Now, uh, Char- Charlie and I have been listening to some of the past episodes, and uh, the conclusion that we came to is that we've been talking a little bit long. So shorter, sharper. More concise. <laughs> We're going to try. And, you know, I, I mean, yeah. I, I love the sound of my, my own voice as much as anyone. But uh, we were thinking what we might trial today is uh, we've got one question that, mm-hmm. that's been asked by quite a few patients that I've spoken to in the last few months. Mm-hmm. And we're going to answer it. And that question is, what is the difference between illicit or green market cannabis as opposed to medical cannabis? Well, the title, the name of the podcast is going to be Ep is going to be street cannabis versus medical cannabis. So please use the correct titling. <laughs> Don't confuse people street early cannabis. on. But yeah, street versus medical cannabis. 20% Wait, did, you, of did you mean black market or you black. said green? green so, yeah, he did. So yeah. I'll tell you what, uh, the, the, the team at Honolly uh, refer to it as the green market. I like and I, there's something that I find so beautiful about that framing because no, it's like- We don't want to make it a nice place. It's the, it's the black market. That's completely yeah. Yeah, it's But it's like- market, there's, yeah. there's a difference between the guy in pain buying cannabis as opposed to the i don't know some other substances but maybe that's a philosophical discussion for another episode <laughs> well in any event the look there's some obvious answers to this question like medical cannabis is legal um street cannabis is not you acquire medical cannabis through a doctor it's pharmaceutical grade if you get it from 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 the medical route so there's some some obvious answers as far as the differences go but some of the the questions that patients often have are what are the differences in price um can you notice a difference in quality is it harder to access and i think they're 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 the topics that uh, that make sense to discuss today mm-hmm. so i suppose Johnny. Yeah. What's the difference? But maybe if we were to start with 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 pricing. I reckon I reckon like quality uh pricing. Pricing? I reckon quality. I think pricing is the big one. Pricing? pricing? Yeah. Yeah, pricing is definitely the big one. Um and I had a look at the prices a long time ago and I don't know if it's changed recently. I'm guessing it might have because there are more products on offer at the moment. Mm. So maybe you guys actually probably know more than me, but I am very familiar with the green market. (laughs) 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 Um, Yeah, with with the green market. So back in the day, we, when um, we used to get flour, we would pay around $70 for um, a quarter, which Mm. is around seven grams. Mm. Um, is that accurate, James? Recently, can, can that's confirm, gone can up. Can confirm. Yeah, it's gone yeah. up. Yeah, I, yeah, I think it's definitely gone up. Like maybe in the last five years, that now it's not uncommon to pay around a hundred dollars for seven seven grams. 
But is um, that are you saying just in your little pocket of the green market, or are you talking about yeah. as as a whole on average? But from a patient's perspective, all you've got is your pocket of the market, right? Yeah. I suppose that's one of the core differences is yeah, that you, you don't have a, a a lineup of twenty five different options. Nice. A lot of people only have one or two. Yeah, so. nice. And and that's that's consistent with uh, with conversations I've had with 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 patients. I suppose the short answer to how does pricing compare? It's important to preface that the TJ obviously have very strict rules around advertising product specific information. So we're not allowed to you know talk about specific pricing for yeah. specific products. However, the ballpark range is somewhere between thirteen and seventeen dollars per gram mm. for medical grade cannabis. Now, obviously, there are. Um, some companies that have cuttings that are repurposed that are cheaper than $13 a gram. Mm. You can also get very high levels of THC imported from Europe, which is more than $17 a gram. But if you're looking for a ballpark range, right. $13 to $17 is, is, is roughly what a patient would expect right. to pay. So it's actually pretty much on the, so if you take the high end of that $17 per gram times seven, it's $119 for medical grade. And yet, like, yeah, you could go get some for from your street dealer for around a hundred dollars, or maybe a little bit less. So, no, the difference is not as much as I thought it would be. And that's a big thing that uh, a lot of patients I speak to. I had one conversation last week where someone said, "Look, I, when I asked the question, why did he was self medicating? You know, he's had a chronic condition. He's been smoking for thirty years. Out of curiosity, mate, what, why did you move to the legal route? You've been doing it this way for thirty years." And his answer was, well, James, a lot of my friends have gone legal and none of them have gone back to the black market. So it's obviously yeah. working, you know, mm. when they when they moved across six or 12 months ago, it was just to see how it goes. And they haven't found it to be particularly more, more expensive. And mm. so in summation on the price point, even if we assume that the quality is identical, which we'll talk about quality mm. in a moment, the pricing is is comparable. And I suppose from a patient's perspective, you might just ask the question, is it worth paying maybe 20 bucks more for the convenience of picking up a phone and calling the pharmacy mm. as opposed to having to you know, run around town to, <laughs> to try and pick up? So there's, there's, there's value in that as well. Absolutely. Yeah. One of the, you know, pains of getting street cannabis is trying to hunt down your supplier um and uh, it's always it always feels like uh you know you're doing something a little bit a little <laughs> bit shifty yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know um and so yeah if you can get your cannabis um for a roughly around the same price and then go through the legal avenues i think that's a pretty Pretty enticing. So, so to bow to bow price uh, to a certain degree. To tie a bow on price. Yeah, I'm just gonna. What is shorten it? No, price? just, sh- so just shorten it. Everyone knows that it's tie yeah. bow. Uh, to, to, to bow to tie a bow on price. Um, are we saying uh, so thirteen to seventeen per gram street, and then um, no, thirteen to seventeen per gram is the medical. Oh, medical. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then and then generally speaking, you'd expect to pay a couple bucks less per per, per gram on the street, but as you yeah. alluded yeah. to before, okay, cool. you know, it might be that your pocket of the world, you know, obviously if you live in a regional town, you might be paying a bit more than might only be one, one access pathway uh, in, the, yeah. in the region. Um, and it might be a bit different metropolitan, but that's the, the back of envelope uh, numbers that we're talking here. So that's why we you do notice recreational numbers going heavily up in the medical cannabis world. Um, as much as you can measure medical mm. kind of uh, like recreational or the, the med rec users. Yeah. Exactly. Users who maybe do have 
you know, their, their, their lower back pain, but possibly use their, their medical mm-hmm. cannabis on a Friday night in a recreational setting as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Cool. So that's the pricing side. In short, yes, there's a difference, not as much as you think. Mm-hmm. And looking at um, a lot of the, the the recent data coming out in Australia over the last few years from, uh, I think, like Green Analytics and uh, CAMS 20 reports, like different surveys and studies, um, they are finding that the percentage of consumers in Australia, um, it is increasing in the medical market. So so, so uh, price is obviously a, a big factor in that. Trend. And is price going down? Then it is the, indeed. Yeah. So the two key trends are that price is going down um, as yeah. the market becomes more saturated, more suppliers, more mm. access pathways, and, more demand. And you say that, and then in the, in the street cannabis world, prices, demand's going down, so prices are going up. It's a complete opposite. We're putting them out of business. Yeah. <laughs> We're kind of bad. Well, that's the whole point, right? Hey, they've had they've had their fun. They've had a while now. Uh, it's time for some new people. If there's ever a policy argument for legalization, yeah. we're putting we're putting them out of jobs. So 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 that's the pricing discussion. I suppose then to move to quality because that's the big factor here. If it's yeah. a one to one, then the the pricing discussion is 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 uh, yeah. you know all there is to it. But there's there's obviously differences in in the, in the finished product. Now I know a lot of the the feedback that we receive from patients, but I'd, I'd love to know Johnny on the cultivation side. I know we did yeah. talk at length about cannabis cultivation the other episode, so we don't need to overlap on the, the the nuances. But what would you expect to see, you know, as a cannabis scientist with uh, expertise in the cultivation at a, an Australian cannabis supplier? What are the differences in quality that you'd expect? Um, well, the difference is the predominant difference is the consistency in cannabinoid content. So the medicinal cannabis is meant to be all the same throughout the whole crop. The cannabinoid content is meant to be roughly the same between all the plants in the crop. So every single batch has a consistent um, ratio of cannabinoids and also level of of cannabinoids too. So that that involves a lot of testing and rigorous environmental control so the plants are all grown in the same environment using the same nutrients the same amount they all get treated the same so you end up getting that uniform consistency whereas in the rec market you don't really know how rigorous the grower has been sometimes your supplier depending on how much they're involved may not even know the strain, mm. let alone the cannabinoid content, right? So that's not a good supplier in my mind. But um, <laughs> I'll tell you what, I would be impressed if a supplier on the, the green market pulled out like a certificate of analysis for <laughs> yeah, the cannabinoids. Yeah. I mean, I've never seen that before. Well, to be fair, you're dealing on one end in the, in the street world with a almost salesman. Mm. You're de- dealing with a salesman and then the person yeah. who you're talking to in the medical cannabis world is a doctor <laughs> like, like that's a different difference but when we're talking about quality maybe quality of service as well quality of service they'll no matter what pretty much say yeah this is dope shit <laughs> this is good this is good stuff you'll love it 
in the street world and you're just like, yeah. I, I, I guess I trust you. You're it's, the only guy I know. It's a good point. Before legalization in 2016, when I used to to, to acquire cannabis, I never had a conversation with mm. a, with a, a dealer who, who like, said- didn't hit the mark. Yeah, <laughs> look, I'm sorry. The cannabinoid content isn't up to scratch. I'm going to give you a discount. I know you're after the 20%, but we got it 19. <laughs> Actually, like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> We've had some yeah. supply chain issues with our imports from the, <laughs> the, 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 the pharmacy in Europe. <laughs> But you do find every now and then a, a supplier in the green market who does know their stuff, right? So they they know which strain it is. Um, they they take pride in the quality of it. It's been dried and cured to perfection. Unfortunately, though, that's not always the case in that in that rec market. And drying and curing is also another aspect of the growing process that is a little bit more controlled from a medicinal supplier. Whereas in the rec market, I mean, you could really, it's of benefit to the the supplier uh, to not dry it as much because then it weighs a little bit more. And so they can maximize their profits Mm. through that. Mm. I mean, I mean, there are suppliers who really do, look after you know the product and they're really passionate about it and they're the gems right but yeah you you might come across a shady character (laughs) so there's a little bit of a risk yeah i reckon we had different types of suppliers uh johnny (laughs) (laughs) well you just said i've never heard of in my life but Fair enough. Fair enough. That's your world. Yeah, I think as you get older, you start to find yeah. the ones that are, do the know the dogs. strains. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the, yeah. As you get older, you do you do find the really good suppliers, but. When you're younger, you just sort of like take whatever you get. Exactly. Right? <laughs> like, but like how many years you got to go fishing for that quality service and someone who actually knows their stuff. There's so many yeah. variables to it. It's a good point though. So in the, on the medical side, uh, you know what you're putting in your body and it's consistent because mm. that's the law. However, um, through the through the black market, you might get lucky and, and find a, a connoisseur of sorts, but uh, <laughs> yeah. it, it certainly is someone going yeah. above above and beyond, and it's it's not the norm. I, I, on the quality side, something that patients often ask, and I, I I know the answer because you know I obviously will speak to them after they've been on the treatment for a little while. But a, a, a common early question is, well, is there a difference in quality as far as like how it tastes, the effect that it has on me? And the short answer is yes. Um, you would hope so, as, as, as we discussed in an earlier episode, when uh, a, a supplier or a cultivator drops cuttings onto the ground, the entire branch has to, to go in the bin. So you'd hope that with the strict um, pharmaceutical uh, standards required for the cultivation that the, the, the finished product is of a higher quality. But the general feedback from patients is that Number one, I know what I'm putting in my body. So if it doesn't work, I can experiment with the THC content and the strain and the cannabinoids. But number two, tend to not go through it as quickly because it is a a, a higher quality. Mm. Mm. So I suppose that's quality then. Mm. Yeah, don't don't, don't all speak at once. (laughs) I think you talked about that. That sounds pretty good to me. Yeah, (laughs) there's nothing worse than going through your weed like really quickly. Uh, you do want it to last as as long as you can, and sometimes, yeah, if it is really good quality, you definitely notice the difference. And it is something patients say a lot is like, particularly patients who who are coming from the black market who do have a you know genuine 
chronic condition that they medicate for, they'll say, look, like the, the problem is I need this. This is my medicine. And if 50% of the time or a third of the time, what I buy is low quality, mm. then I'm in pain for, mm. you know, the duration of that. And I don't have enough money to just go and go somewhere else and buy something else. So mm. the peace of mind with the, the, the medical route that you know what you're getting, not just so you can be aware of what you're putting in your body, but also just so you get consistency and outcomes. Mm. Well, I suppose then the, the, the last question um, that patients often ask when it comes to street cannabis versus medical cannabis is, is it harder to access? Mm. So obviously there is a little bit of red tape and, and work associated with medical access because you've got to organize the consultation, get it from the pharmacy, mm. you organize follow-up consultations. Like there's, there's additional work, but what do you guys think? Is it easier to access? Well, the one thing that I say to friends who are completely eligible for uh, medical cannabis um, and they're mm-hmm. still sitting on the fence about it. Uh, yeah. I kind of put it as um, you got to put it in their language. So it's kind of like signing up to a gym and you have the onboarding costs and then you get your card and then you're theoretically a, a member and then it reduces the cost. So, you know, when you go to a gym, you have to pay for the, right. key, card, the key card to enter. That's theoretically the initial consult. <laughs> and then you pay yeah. your, your membership fees. That's the return consult. <laughs> I, as soon as I put it like that, they're like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. I'm like, well, what, like, how hard is it to really <laughs> understand? Like, you're not just going to be able to walk in willy nilly and go, yeah, give me. Like, it's just not, you can't I go to a gym and say, I want to lift weights. Give me weights. It's like, a good analogy. If someone were to say, yeah, but I could go to the park and it's free. You can be like, well, you can, but it's not as good. Yeah. You know? Like there is a cheaper <laughs> option out there, but if you want, you know, to get big quick, you yeah. go to the gym. If yeah. you want good quality weed, you go to the doctor. Yeah, you know? exactly. Uh, on, on, on the access, on the access discussion, I suppose like there is something to be said as well for, for patients who do live more remotely and it might, you know, I had one patient who I spoke to drove five hours to, to mm. pick up her, her cannabis. And she said, look, it's literally for me, I have to plan a month in advance the day that I'm going to go and buy my, my medication, you know, because she lives so far away. And for her, inarguably going through the legal channel mm. is easier where you have a, a, a phone conversation with the practitioner or even you, you meet with your, your, your local GP and, and you organize the prescription. Like that's certainly not going to be a 10 hour return process. Yeah. I had someone who purely was in the recuse because uh, they didn't know about the medical pathway um, and same, same story, five hour or three hour trip this time, but they were more in a city than that. It was purely the only person that they knew that they could uh, like to help therapeutically, like they had no other channel. So from an access point of view, uh, that's a, like you saying five, you saying five hours for someone in the country. It's like, I've heard three for someone yeah. in the city. <laughs> like it doesn't really change. Everyone's just got their own story with it. Um, but then as soon as you go to the medical route, it's kind of the same story for everyone. It's delivered to your door. So if the question is, is uh, street cannabis cheaper than medical cannabis? The answer is, Maybe they're close, maybe mm. a couple dollars more expensive. Is, uh, is there a difference in quality? Well, you'd certainly hope so. As Johnny said in the, the, the preamble to this episode, one's made with love, mm. sounding like a cultivator right there. Uh, and then is, um, <laughs> is it harder to access uh, medical cannabis? Well, yes, mm. maybe, depends. You know, it's certainly not in the long term, maybe a little bit more work in the short term. The one more add-on on access in terms of like, from a product point of view, access and the flower that you're actually after. Um, I don't know anyone who has 
like range of access in mm. in the street cannabis world going you you get you get given mm. yeah and that's it yeah 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 med- that's a big sticking point man like we we're living in modern times now where we want access to different varieties and you see it overseas that they have so much choice mm-hmm. over which one they get like that's that's what i want i, I don't want to just get whatever they've got like i <laughs> i want to see what's on the shelf and I want to know what's going to be best for me. And I want to have, I want to choose maybe one week. I want one thing. Maybe another week. I want a different thing. Mm. I don't know how medical that is, but, um, <laughs> um, you know, if that's, uh, if that's going to be available to me or, or, or some part of that, then yeah, that's, that, that would entice me to go down sort of the, me- the medical route and the, or the legal route, I should say. Yeah. Mm. Well, I suppose uh, changing strains every week is probably not something that the, the doctor would, uh, would yeah, support. However, yeah. mm-hmm. changing, yeah. you know, every six weeks for your, your strain tolerance exactly. is, is, is something that has medical uh, ah. justification. Mm. So, you know, maybe, maybe yeah, not yeah. a weekly turnaround, but, you know, if, you, if you're a little bit patient, there's, there's ways that you can, you, can, you can make it work. Well, I'll tell you yeah. what, this was, uh, this was a good episode. I yeah. like the short, sharp. Yeah. Uh, what's the difference between street cannabis and medical cannabis? Amazing. Well done. See you on the next one. <laughs> awesome, Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>